Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. The Pelosi setup, Elon Musk gets the wrong kind of praise, Biden's speech and Stacey Abrams' threat. This is the Propaganda Report. I'm Brad Binkley. Joining me this evening is the prolific skull collector, Cam Harless. Cam, full of skulls in the background. I love it. Very well, spooky looking, even though we're, we're headed towards Christmas. Technically, you can just see two right now. Yeah. I mean, that I can. There's I know what's outside there. of the frame of the picture, and there's just <laughs> skulls up to the ceiling. There, there is a third. There is a third one up there. If I if I go up, and then there's the, there's this guy. Oh gosh, just just hanging out. Is no, that a relative? No place to go yet? Uh, yeah, it's uh, Uncle William. Yeah. Well, I hope Uncle William enjoys the show this evening. So I did watch Biden's speech that just happened, and I, <laughs> I, I mean, at this point, I'm like, is this? Is this like obscure stand-up comedy? Like absurdism. Yeah, absurdism. There you go. It was a guy, Andy Kaufman. It's almost yeah. like an Andy Kaufman bit with Biden's speech. And I'm going to talk about that later on in the show. What I want to start off talking about is something that has been going around Twitter that I just can't get my mind off of. And I think it's worth reading the entire article because it's extraordinary. It is that article that says, let's declare pandemic amnesty. I've seen a lot of comments about it on Twitter and whatnot, and I've commented, but I really want to go through and read this article to you. And I just want to react to it. And if there's anybody in the chats, you guys react to it as well. But man, the audacity of this person to write this article, the way they wrote it blows my freaking mind. I guess it doesn't blow my mind anymore. She's got to be some operative. To Either she's the dumbest person on the planet, or she's a psychological warfare operative. It's one of the two. Right. Here it is. It's from the Atlantic. You can stop me whenever you want, Cam, if you... Okay, you're good. If you have a comment, because <laughs> I'm sure that you will. I already did it once, on Twitter, at least. Let's declare a pandemic amnesty. We need to forgive one another for what we did and said when we were in the dark about COVID by Emily Austere. And then there is a weird photo of, like, it looks like a... A gr like like a, what you would see in like Renaissance painting or something with a woman wearing a mask and a guy not wearing it and they're both holding uh, a leaf together because I guess they're uniting again. Here's the beginning of the article. Article here. It's not a very long article. Starts off by saying, 
in April 2020 with nothing else to do. My family took an enormous number of hikes. We all wore cloth masks that I had made myself hiking. They wore cloth masks. We had a family hand signal, which the person in the front would use if someone was approaching on the trail and we needed to put on our mask. So they created a hand signal to make sure everybody behind, they're not looking out for bears or alligators. They have a social distancing hand signal. I hope it's not the AOK sign. I hope this isn't a racist family that we're reading here. I hope it is. Yeah, yeah, it might be better. It goes on to say this. This, uh, This is where I was like, oh my goodness, what's wrong with this woman? It says, once when another child got too close to my then four-year-old son on a bridge, he yelled at her, and she has in all caps, social distancing exclamation point. Her four-year-old child had been so conditioned by this woman that when he crossed a bridge that another child was crossing, he just started, he's trained himself, she's trained him to scream at the opposite sex when it comes near him. He's going to be a transgender, this kid, with the way that his mother has taught him to scream social distancing. The, the child then fell off the bridge onto the ground on top of her other child who also screamed social distancing. And then the child was, I don't know, maybe eaten by a bear or something. Well, she said then four-year-old, but she doesn't tell you is that he died of COVID. COVID, yeah. Someone, someone came five foot, 11 feet from him and he, and he, he had a heart attack and he died. Yeah. yeah. He had a heart attack at five foot. But can you imagine that though, that your kids have been trained to react reflexively? I mean, that's extraordinary to me. Uh, uh, when you're younger, you see another kid, you usually talk to the kid, play with the kid. This kid screams social distancing age. at them. Unbelievable. <laughs> guy, it's not guys going to be in high school. Than, right. It's not much different than the kid screaming um, his preferred pronouns at the other kid. Well, that was the next line. He then shouted, they, them, you bitch. (laughs) And then they had to go home. It continues, though. It gets even worse. So we have that revelation that that's what she taught her child. Then it says this. These precautions were totally misguided. In April of 2020, no one got the coronavirus from passing someone else hiking. Yeah, no duh. Outdoor transmission was vanishingly rare. Our cloth mask made out of old bandanas would have done would wouldn't have done anything anyway. But the thing is this. We didn't know. Well, how could you not know? Here's the thing. We did know and they wouldn't let us talk about it online. That's true. I I don't know if you know this. Um, Oh, yeah, there's another skull. If you want if you want to see another one. Nice. Um, Nice. But. Uh, in 2020, okay. So before, wait, well, yeah, 2020, I had had a show back in the day called make Liberty great again. Very dorky, very political. Uh, you know, that's uh, when you were a libertarian I, nerd. Yeah. That's when I was a, a politics nerd. Uh, but no, so I had that group for four years, made some really good friends there, still talked to a lot of the people that I met in there. Uh, but we had been going for four years, started in 2016, and we were asking questions about cloth masks, which don't make any sense because I can blow, you know, like if I, I take a hit of the vape, I can blow it through a cloth, cloth mask. But that's supposed to stop a microscopic organism? I don't think so. It's uh, so like we asked the very basic questions, just everything that they now admit 
we were saying either asking the questions or saying this is stupid. There's no way this is true. And we lost yeah. it. A four year old totally. Facebook group on the anniversary. Actually, wait, today is oh, you got a, kicked off. You lost the Facebook, lost group. the entire Facebook group on its fourth anniversary, October 31st, first, 2020. Well, there's amnesty though. Maybe they'll give you that group back because we have the Atlantic here admitting. So here's what we know about this writer so far. Her kid is trained to reflexively yell at other children's social distancing, especially the opposite sex. And that they used to strap homemade band old bandanas turned into cloth mask on their children while they while they hiked outside. So this is how intelligent this woman is. Now, knowing that, listen to this next part. I have been reflecting on this lack of knowledge thanks to a class I'm co-teaching at Brown University on COVID. She's a professor at Brown University? An Ivy no, League school? That makes perfect sense. I mean, you I don't I don't know if you know the concept of the cathedral, Brad, but it's there there are three there are three legs to this stool: the state, the media, and academia. They were the progenitors of a lot of this stuff. Like this is not surprising. They think that they can do it because they're so smart. Oh, Ivy League, go screw yourself, bro. Can you Ugh. imagine like your kid, it's, I looked up how much the tuition is. It's $30,000 a semester. You're paying $60,000, yeah, 60 grand a year to go have your kid be taught by someone who taught their kid to scream social distancing at other children on a bridge and to wear cloth masks while hiking outside. That should disqualify you from ever teaching. And if it doesn't, I want to get a job at Brown University because if you're getting paid definitely six figures to just make kids be stupid, that's easy. I, I'll take that gig. It actually reminds me, because um, you said that, and you're like, oh, Brown University. Uh, I saw a tweet from someone. Okay, who? I, I think it's, who? where's Carrie Lake running? Is that Arizona? Like yeah, Maricopa Carrie or Lake. something? I don't, I'm not sure. Shut I'm, up, yeah, you got Carrie fake Lake. news. So Carrie right. Lake, she's got that real saucy yeah, she's got attitude. That, yeah, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Trump lady. She's like a, a, trying to be lady she is Trump. Kind of, she is kind of a lady Trump, and she talks like this all the time. She's very smooth. You're the stupidest reporter I've ever met in my life. <laughs> but she she was at uh, her her opponent. I forget her name. Uh, let's, oh, I found it. Katie Hobbs yeah. tweeted uh, on Halloween, uh, Carrie Lake calls the media the enemy of the people. I couldn't disagree more. I think free and fair press is essential to our, our democracy. My very candid and sweet response was, I think you're right. The media isn't the enemy of the people. The, de the definite art article is way too restrictive. There are many enemies of the people, and you are one of them. You're welcome, uh, uh, Katie Hobbs. Yeah, absolutely. She should send her children to Brown University. $60,000 a year. And these kids go to the school and they'll get this entitlement because they think I went to Brown University in Ivy League school where I learned how to relive the pandemic because this is what she was doing in her class. So you're at home doing Zoom school, right, in college, uh, missing out on the college experience. And then you get this teacher. And what she did was, you know, she said she'd been reflecting. She said, We've spent several lectures reliving the first year of the pandemic, discussing the many important choices we had to make under conditions of tremendous uncertainty. What's going on in this class with this very stupid person teaching? <laughs> are, are, they, are they doing Zoom class? Like everybody pretend you're at home again. We're going to relive the first year of the pandemic. You all have to stay six feet away from each other, wear masks that don't work. Here, I, I made some. I have some that I made from home for my children you guys can wear. 
and we're going to do a Zoom lecture. I'm going to make all of you stupider. I, I just, this is, she should be fired. Yeah, well, I mean, but she's doing the job. That's true. She was she's hired to do. So, yeah, I mean, she should be fired. But, yeah, I mean, like, right, yeah. we're, 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 we're talking in a, really, we're talking in a world that doesn't exist. Because if that world existed, student loans wouldn't be a thing. Because colleges would have to compete to get you to go to them. And Ivy League yeah. schools would have to be good and not stupid with stupid professors in order to make any money. I, I mean, this changed my whole perspective of an Ivy League school. It's definitely, it dumps it down a little bit. So these, <laughs> it, But you're right, though. It's perfect. Uh, these kids, they're, they're leaving school, if this is the type of education they're getting, thinking that they're the smartest people on the planet and nobody's smarter than them. Yet, they're clearly the dumbest people on the planet. Yet they're going to be too stubborn and, and egocentric to ever realize that. And they'll be the most easily propagandized group of people on earth. And that is what they're creating through these Ivy League yeah. schools. See, well, that's, that's the thing. I've had conversations with people. Um, uh, there was one person I know that would kept saying over and over again that she didn't understand why these people that she knew that were doctors or engineers or really just doctors, I think is what she was talking about, were so smart, but you know, they were so stupid. They were so progressive. They did this, that, and the other. And I was like, hold up, hold up. The, these people aren't, it's not that they're so smart that they can't think about anything else. It's that they've had more indoctrination training than any of us. Like a doctor at the right. end of his schooling, especially if you if they have like two or three degrees, stuff like that, they have had more propaganda than anyone else on the planet. Bar totally. None. Absolutely. And this woman here who teaches at this Ivy League school, she's talking about this pandemic amnesty. But she just told us a moment ago that her child, who's four years old, that's when the brain gets formed. Your personality gets formed. You have... Tra traumatic memories of things that happened there. And he is reflexively screaming, she put in all caps, social distancing when a woman, a girl, his age comes nearby. That's going to have lasting psychological impact, social impact. This is going to be a weird transgender kid when he gets older because of his mom forcing this stuff on him. I mean, and, and, and not just like a transgender, a weird transgender kid. A so weird probably one, yeah. a furry because, not, you know, that again. mask, that mask thing, right. that costume they put on at, when he was four, that's going to go in here. That's going right. to become a whole thing. But who's going to walk him, though? Because it's going to have to be like a long leash because you have to social well, obviously, distance. Obviously his mommy. Of course. That's, I didn't think of that. Right, continuing with the article here. <laughs> Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. 
and they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. She said we had important choices to make under conditions of tremendous uncertainty. Some of those choices turned out to be better than others. Take To take an example close to my own work, <laughs> her own work, this is an emerging, if not universal, consensus that the schools in the U.S. were closed for too long. The health risk of in-school spread were relatively low, whereas the cost of students' well-being and educational progress were high. The latest figures on learning loss are alarming, but in the spring and summer of 2020, we had only glimmers of information. We didn't have enough information. Reasonable people who cared about children and teachers advocated for both sides of the reopening debate. See, this is like a a, a weird false choice here because these schools are bad anyway. So it's not bad to not be in the schools if you're getting education elsewhere, but right. to not be in the schools for the purpose that they had them not be in the schools is what's wrong. So that, that's the assumption she races past on that one. And then she continues but with did, another listen, example. Did you hear? Did you hear she said on both sides? Yeah, both or sides. People yeah, on right, both sides. This is, I mean, I know the whole thing's about amnesty because they're looking for mercy. They, right. We well, don't need mercy. They do. I, I I don't think they are looking for mercy though. That's that's why I wanted to read this whole thing because they're clearly not looking for mercy. This is all complete BS. The further we get into it, it goes on to say that another example: when the vaccines came out, we lacked definitive data on the relative efficacies of the Johnson and Johnson shot versus the mRNA options from Pfizer and Moderna. Another false choice coming here. The mRNA vaccines have one out. Oh, have they? You know, I guess if I got punched in the left testicle and then punched in the right testicle, one of them would hurt less and therefore went out if that's the reasoning she's using using there. But then she goes on to say that, but at the time, many people in public health were either neutral or expressed a J&J preference. This mishap wasn't nefarious. It was the result of uncertainty. Oh, these bastards. I, this is not bastard. someone who wants amnesty at all right here because you know that might she's, not have been she's 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 damning the impure ones she's damning the ones that right. didn't go fully into the mrna oh my god exactly. yes we need and this johnson and johnson not, from from my understanding is the one that doesn't have the myocarditis risk that the rest of blood them clots that's the blood clot risk is risk is why people didn't get that one so that is the one they focus on we we stop the one with the blood clot risk but we ignore all the side effects of the other one so maybe that misstep wasn't nefarious uh, in the results of uncertainty as she said but what was nefarious was the testing the mrna vaccine on the youngest healthiest people for a brief period of time to pump up their data specifically excluding the older vulnerable people due to the risk and because you didn't want to mess up your efficacy data and then turning right around and giving the vaccine to the very people you excluded first and foremost when you rolled it out. Because right. you did a live test on old people that you excluded. That was nefarious. Oh, and, and the part where you shamed people into thinking that they had to get the vaccine or they would die, that was nefarious. Uh, there's the part where you wouldn't let people in to see their mothers and grandmothers when they were in hospitals or nursing homes. That was pretty nefarious. There, there was a oh, part yeah. where you attempted to That's... shame people who weren't vaccinated, outcast them, have them lose their job, call them Nazis. 
or the part where you gave gave donuts and hookers to people to try and get them to have vaccines. That was pretty nefarious. The part where you had to try to manipulate minorities, black people, try to tell them the Tuskegee Project, that, that everything's better from that. Even though John Hopkins, the same organization, was behind that. That was kind of a little bit nefarious. Colbert parading people out, adult human beings wearing giant needle suits, dancing around. That was a little bit nefarious. I mean, we could go on to the nefarious stuff all day long here, but this woman wants us to believe that none of the mistakes were nefarious. Right. Well, but she's not talking about their mistakes. The mistakes right. she's talking yeah. about are those who didn't go full on to their their agenda, which was uh -huh. mRNA, which was these different aspects of it. It's like, it's like oh, it's, it wasn't cloth masks. You needed to wear the other ones that don't work, that look more medical. Like, right. You, yeah, you no, that, that's N95. exactly. Like, what? Yeah. It, is wait, this, wait this do you is, hear like the closing line of this whole article? It, it this is an inquisition. I know it really is. It really totally is. And she says, obviously, some people intended to mislead and made wildly irresponsible claims. Remember when the public health community had to spend a lot of time and resources urging Americans not to inject themselves with bleach? No, actually, I don't remember that because they didn't have to do that. The only reason they did that was because they were trying to propagandize the public into believing that Trump said something that he never said. So that's the only re they tried to manifest that reality through propaganda. So, no, I don't remember um, any of that. But Trump told them to eat fish cleaner. So clearly, right, of course. yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah mean, and he led an insurrection too. Like he, he was on a horse, they had <laughs> fire. And she said that was bad. Misinformation was and remains a huge problem. Huge. But errors were made by people who were working in earnest for the good of society. Given the amount of uncertainty, almost every position was taken on every topic. And on every topic, someone was eventually proved right and someone else proved wrong. In some instances, the right, the, the right people were right for the wrong reasons. Oh, so the anti-vaxxers, I guess, were right for the wrong reasons because they're bad people. In other instances, they had a prescient understanding of the available information. What a, what a, either idiot or bad person. I'm She's a bad her. person. She's a bad person. Just, I, I, I don't like to be the, the, the negative, you know, Debbie Downer, but this is a bad person talking. This is not, a, this is not a stupid person. This, she works at Brown. I mean, I, I, until earlier, I might have said that's a respectable job, but after reading this article, not anymore. No, they are the they. So you see, okay, here's the deal. I I didn't know that you had any positives to say about the Ivy League schools at all. I mean, uh, I, I would think like intellectually, maybe they maybe they do some philosophy there. I didn't realize they spent their they are college courses, you know, larping the pandemic. That's the thing. That's what they do. If you look at the universities, that's where the idea, the new ideas come up. That's where they 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 try their ideas. They try their new yeah. you know, C CRT. Right. Uh, what's the what's the other one? There was one that was super nefarious. They tried the white fragility. They tried all of that different stuff. They screen the colleges. Things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, do you see the people that fought the most about like uh, pronoun laws were people at Ivy League schools? No, yeah, you get if your roommate uh, in college. It becomes trans, you get all A's next semester. <laughs> I don't know if you're making the joke that I think you're making, but that's wonderful yes, what you just did. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, no, but look at it. You, you have to see. They, they test it out on people who've been indoctrinated for long periods of times. Not, not children who can still be like, that doesn't make any sense. That's stupid. Because if you go up to a child and you say, you can be a boy or a girl and change, a 
a child is going to say, but a boy has a pee pee and a girl has a vagina. Like, right. well, her child can scream social distancing if you go up to it. Right. Because that child has been propagandized from its birth. But, but look at it. That, that's what happens. They test it on them and then they send it down to the high schools and then they send it down to the elementary schools. Our, the, the stuff that you see, the propaganda that is that is given in the media starts in the the universities. Right. I'm telling yeah. you. No, I know. You're is, right. It starts in the Ivy League stuff. That's where they, they're indoctrination centers. The I don't think smaller schools are as much. They're they're kind of trickling yeah, down there. It depends. But yes, they definitely up there with those elitist. And let's continue. Some more stuff. Sorry. No, you're good. It's great. I, love, I knew this would evoke a reaction, so that's why I wanted to go through it. It goes on to say that the people who got it right, for whatever reason, may want to gloat. Those who got it wrong, for whatever reason, may feel defensive and retrench in a position that doesn't accord with the facts. All of this gloating and defensiveness continues to gobble up a lot of social energy and drive the culture wars, as, this, as though this article doesn't do that, especially on the internet. These discussions are heated, unpleasant, and ultimately unproductive. In the face of so much uncertainty, getting something right had a hefty element of luck or research or actual research. Like I, I read the Pfizer study documents, so I knew that it hadn't been studied on the people they were going to roll it out to. So it's called actual research, lady, not luck. And similarly, getting something wrong wasn't a moral failing. Now, it was oftentimes an intentional failing, shifting the goalpost, Fauci blatantly lying to people, Treating the pandemic choices as a scorecard on which some people racked up more points than others is preventing us from moving forward. How about a lot of people have died because of the BS? Is that maybe preventing some people from moving forward because they lost loved ones because of this BS? This he says, this is this is the entire point of the article. This is a scorecard. It, this, That's what the this entire, article is. The entire point of the article is to still is to tell us that we're. It's like the. Um, Acceptable Republican versus the election denier Republican. Acceptable Republican, okay. Election denier, still evil. We are still evil when this article wraps up. Oh, yeah. Because oh, we, we're questioning the vaccine. She says, we have to put these fights aside and declare pandemic amnesty. We can leave out the willful, por- oh, this is it. We can leave out the willful purveyors of actual misinformation while forgiving the hard calls that people have no choice but to make with imperfect knowledge. Los Angeles County closed its beaches in 2020. Ex post facto, this makes no more sense than my family masking up for hiking trips. But we need to learn from our mistakes and then let them go. This is so stupid. Where was we, the skate park? Do you remember the skate park? Did you? Oh, the were they close? They they cemented it in. Were they? Well, they wasn't basketball they, goals down. They filled it with sand. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably in California. I'm sure. But so listen to how she frames herself here. We need to forgive the attacks, too, because I thought schools should reopen and argued that kids as a group were not at a, at a high risk. I was called a teacher killer. And Jenna Deir, it wasn't pleasant, but feelings were high. So she was one of the radicals who was questioning things. This woman is trying to make herself out to be that. This is crazy. And I certainly don't need to dissect and rehash that time for the rest of my days. Well, maybe you should. Maybe you should ask some more questions because you're not. You should ask for forgiveness from the Lord, woman. Uh, She needs to do something here. Then she goes on to talk about how test scores are in decline because of this. Talking about the public education system, people neglecting their health care. And then she goes, rather than debating the role that messaging about COVID vaccines had, the mess that the role that 
messaging about COVID vaccines had in this decline in education vaccinations, regular vaccinations for kids. We need to get together and work hard to pull those vaccination rates back up. Pediatricians and public health officials will need to work together on community outreach and politicians will need to consider school mandates. So she's calling for mandates. In this article where she starts off saying we need amnesty, COVID forgiveness, she actually calls for mandates. I mean, how twisted is that little psychological operation right there to call for mandates in an article titled, We Need Amnesty? I got it. I mean, it's impressive. It's impressive to have that kind of audacity there. (laughs) And finally, she wraps it up by saying, the standard saying is that those who forget history are doomed to repeat it. But dwelling on the mistakes of history can lead to a repetitive doom loop as well. Uh, as well. And let's acknowledge that we made a co- made complicated choices in the face of uncertainty and then try to work together to build back and move forward. She almost threw a build back better in there at the same time. So that that article to me was like, it's like if somebody raped you and then your rapist comes up to you and is like, oh, look, I, we need to, we need to forgive each other for, for the, we, we were in the dark when this happened about rape and it is time that we just, you know, bygones be bygones, rape amnesty. There was nothing nefarious about this rape here as a trans woman. How could I have known that you would be offended by my external vagina when I didn't think a woman could rape another woman? I'm new to yeah. this. Let's just, let's, let's well, shake hands and move on. What this is like is is like the rapist being like, uh, so, you know, I I need we need amnesty for for this because you know one time when I was raping a girl, I pulled her hair and I didn't realize that that was bad, she and so that I, you me. know I yeah I I pulled her hair and and I'm, so I'm humble I'm a bad person too, but you know rape uh, we should give amnesty for rape <laughs> like right. You're it's right. like we all did bad things during that time, that very dark time. You know, I didn't know you didn't like my external uh, vag. Uh, you misgendered me. I think it's square. So let's go ahead and shake hands and move on. All right. So that story, or the, I encourage everybody to read that article. I read most of it. I skipped a few paragraphs, but a lot of people sharing that around, I think, without having reading it. So it's just kind of like, I they want amnesty. They don't get amnesty. No, they don't want amnesty. They're not asking for amnesty. We're still the bad guys in their little twisted world. And she calls for mandates in her freaking amnesty article. So Joe Biden gave a speech. and Why? Uh, because he had to come out and say the same thing Hillary Clinton said on MSNBC last night. Because they're pushing this narrative. And I knew they were going to do this. This whole Pelosi thing. This is why I, I said this to you off air the other day, Cam. Where I, This is why I wasn't making any of the jokes about the hammer and stuff. Because I'm like, something's not right here. Well, Th- this yeah. is a setup, this story. And they're trying to bait people into mocking it. Which is fine. And I don't even know if it matters. But they just are looking for fuel to be able to say, See, look how wrong and how bad the right-wingers are. And how evil they are to try and scare people into go into voting for Democrats next week and to making people think that their Republican friends are literally Satan and the devil. And both Hillary Clinton and Joe Biden, Bill Maher, everybody else on the planet who's uh, 
bought, who's bought into the propaganda or captured by it is spreading this exact same message. It's unbelievable how identical the phrasing is. I'm going to play you just the beginning of Biden's speech, which is just, and it cracks me up, dude. He said this the other day. I don't know if you knew this, but did you know that Where's Nancy is a racist dog whistle? It is because they said it at, at the, the insurrection. Yeah, they said it at the insurrection. So I'm gonna put I'm gonna pop Biden up here on the screen so we can hear just play I'll play just the first two minutes of his speech because that's where the that's where the really good stuff is. You know, he opens up on fire quite often, Biden does. And in there. All right. So this is the beginning of the speech that Biden gave tonight on democracy. It's always on democracy, whatever that means. Well, let's go ahead and skip to where he comes in. <laughs> Uh, I, you know, I, I didn't realize it didn't start at the beginning because I turned it on right when it started. All right. So this is going to be a second while this loads. Of course. Perfect Wait, timing. So here, here's, here's the thing that I, that I had um, the other day. Uh, I, I don't know why people listen to actors or actresses whatsoever, uh, but I saw one the other day or a, a day or maybe it was yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday and uh did you know that anne hathaway like the uh short-haired blonde broad uh at the academy awards or whatever has decided that she needs to talk about abortion because you know we talk about abortion every day um, yeah, i saw that she made some weird comment about it. i can't remember what it was yeah so so what she said was that abortion can be another word for mercy and so I just called and, and anyone who's listening, if you want to join, right. I, I'm, I'm calling for more because uh, I think we should make up some other stupid, crazy statements that actors could say uh, that are that are like this. Uh, I, I went first, which was slavery can be another word for gainful employment. That's that's, that's true. That's, that's I mean, true. I mean, if you listen to Kanye before everybody you know decided that he was the worst person on the planet, Kanye, that's kind of what Kanye said is that we're all slaves to the system that we're in. He's not, you know, he's not necessarily wrong in that. Uh, all right. I think I have the, yeah, here it is right here. And we get this up on screen. He did. All right. I will say so one he, of my favorites was, uh, old Greg said rape can be another word for showing affection. Yes. Well, I, I don't know that I agree with that, but I definitely get the concept of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, here is Biden opening speech tonight. Look at him. He looks like he's asleep. (laughs) He wishes he was asleep. Man smashed the back windows and broke into the home of the Speaker of the House of Representatives, the third highest ranking official in America. This is how he opened, by the way. He What the F, dude? They don't want us to watch it. Were they trying to censor Biden's speech? They should. Did you see that they tried to censor something he said the other day? Did you see this, Brad? I yeah. have I have things in the chamber for when we have morning. things like this happen. Yeah. All right, so, here it is right here. You got it? I thought I did. Just if, like not, not for some reason. if not, this is disappointing. Uh, the White House account, a.k.a. Joe Biden, uh, tweeted the other day, uh, they he it said seniors are getting the biggest increase in their social security checks in ten years through President Biden's leadership. This was the first time I've ever seen this, but they did a fact check on this tweet. Oh yeah, said, that's right. I heard about that. It's, 
Yeah, it said seniors will receive fact check. Here's some context if you want to know this. Uh, seniors will receive a large social security benefit increase due to the annual cost of living adjustment, which is based on the inflation rate. President Nixon in 1972 signed into law automatic benefit adjustments tied to the consumer price index. <laughs> I mean, they and used so to fact got, check Trump all the time. Right. Well, and that's what was funny is if you, if you saw like Twitter, they were like, I can't believe they're fact check, fact checking Biden. He, they knew what he meant by this, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Well, technically yes, by his leadership and his, his inflation reduction act, inflation got so high that, the, <laughs> that the old people got a little extra on their check. What did he say the other day? He said that when he came into office, gas prices were at $5, which is totally a lie. Right. Well, I mean, what was the like every time he talks about growing jobs and stuff, it's like, yeah, you you had job growth because y'all shut everything down and those people went back to work. These aren't new jobs. Right. And a lot of people died. So they needed people they need to hire people to move bodies and, and bury bodies and whatnot. Hopefully this works this time. If not, then we'll move on. A man smashed the back windows and broke into the home of the Speaker of the House of Representatives, the third highest ranking official in America. He carried in his backpack zip ties, duct tape, <laughs> zip ties, rope, just like <laughs> and a hammer. This was a as he told plant, the police bruh. he'd come looking for Nancy Pelosi to take her hostage, to interrogate her, to threaten to break her kneecaps. But she wasn't there. Her husband, my friend Paul Pelosi, his buddy, was home alone. The assailant tried to take Paul hostage. He woke him up. He wanted to tie him up. The assailant ended up using a hammer to smash Paul's skull. Thankfully, by the grace of God, Paul survived. All this happened after the assault. And it just, I, it's hard to even say. It's hard to even say. After the assailant entered the home asking, where's Nancy? Where's Nancy? This is the best part. Those are the very same words used by the mob when they stormed the United States Capitol on January the 6th. The mob? Like the New York they broke mob? windows, <laughs> kicked in the doors, brutally attacked law enforcement, roamed the corridors, hunting, hunting for officials. And erected gallows to hang the former vice president, Mike Pence. This is the speech he's giving tonight. It was an enraged mob that had been whipped up into a frenzy. What kind of world are we living in? The president repeating over and over again. Where's Nancy? The big lie. Oh, the big lie. That the election of 2020 had been stolen. It's okay, so all about election deniers. But what a nice segue there. They couldn't come up with a better segue than where's Nancy to, to link these right. two together. Well, I mean, like, obviously, answer my question, Joe Biden. Why was dude in his underwear? Can you tell me that? Can you tell me he why he nudist. was in his whitey tidies? Yeah, just yeah. magical nudist uh, Trump supporter looking to interrogate Nancy. Come uh, on. Yeah. I, the, the thing that... Man down. So, to me, the timing of it is obviously suspicious. And what's also... The stuff everybody's talking about, maybe it's a gay lover. I don't think that's the case. I think that that's probably not the case. I think that it's more likely that he didn't get hit at all. I, I, unless I see a video of him actually getting hit, and I heard them talking about the video. Uh, there was somebody on CNN, and they were asking, well, can you see the video, or what do you see in it? And the person who was describing it was reluctantly saying, 
well, you kind of see one hit, but you don't see all that much. So I could tell by the way they were describing the video, which is the only video they have of it, that you see absolutely nothing in this video. Yeah. Now, maybe they'll make it public and they'll give us a bunch of context into our heads to make us think we see something before. But I have a feeling that if it does ever get out, because they want to make people look foolish for making fun of this, so they can, as I said earlier, say, look at the bad evil guys, don't vote for them. But the odds of this happening a week before the midterm elections, that seems a bit strange to me. And it also seems a bit strange to me, the way they're talking about this, that a man who is in his 80s gets smashed in the skull by a hammer and he's going to fully recover and be fine. Yeah, totally. I mean, it's not a grave injury. That, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, my and skull just fell from just that high and look what happened that to might, him. Is that Pelosi's This is skull? Paul Pelosi. Yeah. Paul Pelosi. You better take yeah. it back to him. You're going to be, yeah, you're going to be accused of stealing classified documents. I just, well, I don't, back to him. here's the thing though. I can't, Paul's obviously not awake. So how am I going to find him if I can't ask where's Nancy? Like this is, you can't Blue say where's Nancy. So I, I saw a kid across the street. Uh, I heard him shout, "Where's Nancy?" And I don't give a rat's ass that that hammer he was carrying was plastic. That little toddler is gonna get alerted to the FBI. I don't care. I'm looking for my sister. Shut up, kid. Shut up, you racist. Nazi. Dude, those kids, those kids in Stranger Things are in trouble. It's just, I know it's propaganda, and I know it's stupid, but it's so hard not to take the bait on it. Like I wanted to jump in and make hammer jokes just because I, if he actually got hit in the head by a hammer by somebody, even if he is an alcoholic and they do insider trading and steal a whole bunch of money and whatever, insider trading, I would still want him to be now? okay. Do what? Oh no. I, I, th I thought you were saying that's what they call their, uh, David and Paul's escapades. They're the, well, in, they're, oh, no. in, they're insider trading. I mean, the yeah. stock. I, I, I mean, I personally don't think, I don't think it's a gay thing at all. I think that that was the bait that they put out there. And <laughs> Elon, which I'm going to play you the compliment. This is another reason what I'm about to play you of why I think that this was a, a setup. It is, I, I don't think it happened at all. Mm. I, I don't think he got hit. I think the whole thing is made up. Yeah. And they might have a camera. They might have somebody there. But I just don't believe any of this story. And I think it was all just put there. Because... Nancy Pelosi, nobody's really alarmed. That's what's strange to me. Nobody seems to actually be alarmed. Are you trying to tell me that Nancy Pelosi doesn't have at her house a security detail? Well, they just came out and said that the Secret Service cameras were on him, and it did capture the guy coming in, but nobody was watching it, is what they said. Right, 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 right. Convenient. Just like no wait, one... Wait, hold on a second. Anthony in the chat here says that Miley Bobby Brown from Stranger Things is a flat earther. Millie wow. Bobby Brown's a flat earther. She's going to get canceled from you can't. I mean, <laughs> they, when Kyrie Irving talked about that and, and stuff like anything Kyrie Irving talks about, they they make fun of them and, and they try and silence them. What uh, Stefan Curry, he talk, came out and talked about the flat earth a few years ago and then somebody got to him and he just shut up and he quit talking about anything. So that's yeah. I did not know that. That's interesting. Maybe that show. Well, she's uh, friends with. Um, she was being groomed by Drake, so I'm sure that's where she got it from. Oh my gosh, that's awful! All right, so oh my before we get to the the XR, I do want to do a couple more clips for you. And so, any word says in the chats, what if the ghost of Pulp Fiction Gimp escaped from John's dungeon? Perhaps that's, that's what it kind of comes off as. It's like a Gimp thing. Somebody's wearing them. It just seems like such a, it seemed like they were baiting us to, to make the gay 
connection there. It's just what it seems like. And I think the whole thing's made up. And we'll probably all forget about it in two weeks when some other weird thing happens. <laughs> so Hillary was on. She's been going around again, starting to wonder if she's going to run again. And Ugh. she. Oh, my God. I What's, said go for it. Bring her back. Bring no, no, bring her I back. Why not? I want that. But what I'm why I said, oh my God, is was people were going to talk about how she's too old now. But now with Biden. Now she's a youngin. She's a young hottie now. I mean. And we also have stroke victims running for office and Herschel Walker also. So I think really anybody can you can do anything in this world at any age. Anything. That's what, that's what we're learning here. Anything. All right. So here's Hillary. No, this is not Hillary, that's the wrong one. Excuse me. This is Hillary on with what is this? This uh, MSNBC, the the black woman on Joy Joy Reed. Uh, yeah, okay, Joy Ann Reed is is what her name is. Yeah, and she's there. At first, she came on to talk about Ukraine, and she said that Ukraine's war is our war, which is which is which which of course she did. Of course, she she did that. <laughs> but now she's talking about election deniers in January. Six and I got two clips for you. First one here, you can see the title there, where it's a Clinton ask voters, "Why would you trust someone who jokes about the violent attack on Paul Pelosi?" That, which is exactly what Biden just talked about in the speech. This is a coordinated messaging campaign. Is this frozen again? I'm I need, I'm going to hit myself in the head with an. I'm going to get. I'm going to strip down of my underwear. I'm going to smash my skull with a hammer if this internet continues to stop working. This is if you do that, I'm going to I'm going to call you gay online. Just so you're aware. It's fine. I don't care. Montage, because if any, this is so frustrating. You too, man. You know, let's see if I can find it on the website. Sorry about that, guys. I don't know what's going on. My internet is slow tonight, or what? She's so horrible looking. Understand. So you obviously can't hear that. Cam, is your internet working fine? Is just just me? I, I my mean, YouTube I, is popping up. Nancy Pelosi's life as a full-time hate object of the right, it would be you. And so I wonder if you can just, you know, tell me how the attack on Paul Pelosi struck you and what did it tell like you about the state of the right in this country and the hate toward a powerful woman? Oh! Well, I think your question uh, kind of answers itself, Joy. Um, there's always been uh, a streak of violence, of uh, you know, racism, misogyny, anti-Semitism, as you said. Of course, uh, but I think what we're seeing today, and it has certainly been thrown into very high relief by the horrific attack on Paul Pelosi, uh, is not just an aberration where one or two uh, people or a small group engage in that kind of uh, violent rhetoric and urge people to take action against political figures uh, like her, like me, like others. <laughs> We're seeing a whole political party and those who support it, those who enable it, those who run under its banner, uh, engaging in behavior that is so dangerous and I find, frankly, uh, disqualifying for people uh, who are running for office. You know, 
This uh, midterm election, we've seen a lot of ads by Republicans running for everything, uh, touting crime. Crime is the issue. But when an 82-year-old man is attacked by an intruder in his own home, they don't seem to be too bothered by that because that person is married to the Speaker of the House, who's of a different political party. I just want your viewers, and really I would like every American, just to stop and think about that. This is the kind of violent rhetoric that leads to violent action that props up authoritarians. And that's unfortunately uh, what we see the Republican Party today uh, supporting. You know, okay, so th there we go. It's about going ahead, and she might as well have wrapped that up by said they're all a basket of deplorables. The alt right, just go ahead and repeat the speech that she gave in 2016 when she was running, because that's what this is all about. It's about trying to do that again by the whole party under that banner. It, it, uh, they're just awful because they're making these jokes. Well, I, I have, I want to share this with you. Real quick, because I did recall uh, she was talking about humanity and how how could they possibly do that. I remember this interview that Hillary did some years back that I think is worth looking at here. Super predators. Let me see. No, not super predators, dude. Here we go. So I mean, that is the way. <laughs> we came. We saw. He died. <laughs> did it have anything to do with your visit? No, oh, I'm sure it did. Okay, so there she is speaking to us about humanity and laughing about something that I, I don't even believe actually happened personally. But like I said, I, I admire her ability to just cold-heartedly lie. I mean, I, I mean, I don't admire that because I don't know how you do that with a conscience. But I mean, look at her face. She's so serious. She's so green with that outfit. It's like it's like she has Stacey Abrams stylist with that wardrobe she's wearing there. But what she I want wants you to, to hear, be the President of Earth. Right. She's jealous. She's like, why, why wasn't I cast as the president of Earth? This next clip here is when Elon Musk comes up. And I, I found this a little bit suspicious here because I don't know that this is the kind of the kind of attention that Elon Musk really wants to have. And here it is. And to your very point, right, th this uh, um, attacker um, allegedly confessed to police that his plan was to kidnap Paul Pelosi to wait for Nancy Pelosi to... With zip ties, by the way. Nice little wrinkle throwing that in. ...to come home. And then to hold her hostage, to break her kneecaps if she didn't tell whatever truth it is he thought he could get out of her. And then use her as a symbol to everyone else as to what would be in store for them if they didn't behave as his, you know, sort of right-wing conspiracy theory mind believed they should. I mean, if you think about it, <laughs> this was a, a kidnapping plot that was directed at mm -hmm. the sitting speaker of the mm -hmm. house and yes her husband mm -hmm. is the victim of it because he happened to be her husband and happened to be home and yet yeah yeah and he happened to also be an alcoholic who's caused a lot of trouble who they said look you're gonna do this for us paul because we're right. certainly not gonna let nancy be there and have this happen this was an operation this was an acting gig maybe they did a little physical violence to make it seem more real there's nothing about this that is legitimate no now, the person who now solely owns Twitter, which, like it or not, is still a giant global public marketplace of ideas, pr promote lies about what happened to Paul Pelosi, promote conspiracy theories about it. With the reach that he has and the fact that his 
the Elon Musk tweet is on screen right now where Elon responded to Hillary's comment, which I found this interaction strange when I saw it. Hillary said something about Paul Pelosi. Musk replied by saying there's a tiny possibility there might be more to this story than meets the eye. And when I saw that link that he tweeted, I was like, that looks like a totally bogus link. That looks like something I wouldn't want to click on because it's going to give my computer COVID or something. And I clicked on it anyway, and it is. It's one of those websites that's like obviously not a legitimate website. Yeah. It's obviously not something that you're going to get a bunch of different ads and you're probably going to, computer's going to slow down like mine when you click on that website. So it was strange to begin with. And now they're commenting on this on MSNBC. You know, he and the Saudis own this thing. And that was blasted out to all of his followers and to the world. We're not even in an age of reality well, at that joy. point. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, you know, to his credit, he took that down. Um, I don't see Republicans running for the Congress or governors. And when, when has Hillary Clinton ever been known to say, to his credit, he took that down? If that were Trump or somebody else and they took something down, do you think she's going to say to his credit? I mean, she just blazed right by, to his credit. He's fine. He took that down. There's something else going on here. To his credit, we met that one time on Epstein Island. Eh. I'm telling you, this right here, to me, completely discredit. Well, not completely, but it, it makes, I already had a little bit of suspicion uh, about Elon Musk and what was going on. Now I have a very, very high, insane level of suspicion when you have Hillary Clinton saying, oh, it's okay. Because if you think about what he tweeted, he was tweeting, it's a small possibility, and the article included was the gay theory. So it was the horrible theory that Biden talked about in his speech that they've been talking about. And Elon Musk tweets it, but it's okay for him because he took it down. So there, there's something a little, I think Elon Musk is also playing a, a part here. Absolutely. And any word says, how do we know it's even the real uh, Hillary? It might be a deep fake. We don't. We have. No I mean, idea. if it were a deep fake, don't you think they'd fix those bags under her eyes? Like, they no, pretend that seem, she didn't look as horrible. Gotta seem legitimate, though. You don't yeah, like the but, bags? But, they can, but they can pretend that she hasn't aged that much since 2016. I mean, she's like in her mid-70s, right? Right, but so is um, uh, what's her name, Jane Seymour, right? Well, I, I don't know what Jane Seymour really looks like. I've only seen her with a, a makeup face on. And everything. That's what I'm saying. I mean, you want to put her up? Well, you know, I, I think that you, if you put too much makeup on a, on a person uh, as Hillary's age, then the makeup becomes the focus, and you don't hear what they say. So I think you have right. to present that's why, it naturally. That's, that's why you have to deep fake it and just you know give give uh, a little yeah, love to maybe. the to the to the eye bags. But I think the genuine deep fake has to have the eye bags so that it's believable so that we have this conversation about whether or not it's a deep fake it's true because it's too good it's too obvious all right so before we get to the final story of the day which is just going to be a quick little clip of stacy abrams threatening i was going to play this when we were on with shane the other day but i forgot to play this one and man this she had this woman says some stuff when she is given speeches to activists that she never says on television and that's good. That's what I play for you before we get out of here. I want to tell you what we're going to talk about in the XR, which is going to be how Bill Maher is not as woke as everybody seems to think he is. And he made that abundantly clear today. And we're, we might also talk about a very interesting marriage that I discovered that quite honestly, if this is real, I, 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 I my mind is blown that this is a real marriage. 
We'll see what you think, Cam. If you want to get access to that content, you can go to patreon.com slash propaganda report and subscribe there. That is the subscriber only content. What you will get is you will get the DMB XR as well as this show, the DMB ad free. I take the ads out for all subscribers. You get them both into your own personal RSS feed and, uh, that that's it and then we go in we do about 15 20 minutes talking of the extra content so check it out patreon.com slash propaganda report propagandafight.com www.propagandafight.com check it out and you can also leave a five-star review and a warm comment to help morale stay high and keep us motivated because it always does help me very much to see things like that and definitely keeps me motivated and pumped up so thank you guys in the chats be mean to me. I like that. No, don't be mean to Cam. Don't be mean to Cam. <laughs> he doesn't like that. Nobody does. <laughs> yeah. And thank you for putting up with the techn technical difficulties today. Oh, and I do want to tease that I am putting together uh, Abrams' expose as much as one as possible as I can do before the elections. I'm just putting together all of the research I've done from 2018 uh, now that... Some of it on WSP. It's a bunch of stuff nobody's really heard before. I mean, try and did put it together. Did you find the clip one. from her mom? Yes, I did. I did find a clip from her mom. Awesome. And I, that will be in there. And this one I'm going to play for you. Might It might be in there. It might not be. But it's definitely going to be in the show because I, I have to. I have to play it for you guys. And that's what we're going to do now. This is Stacey Abrams giving a speech at Spelman. She's a keynote speaker. Spelman College is where she went to college where she led the Rodney King riots in 1992, which I prove during the this expose that I'm going to be releasing, hopefully tomorrow. That's not Stacey Abrams on screen. That is an athletic woman doing athletic things. Stacey Abrams is about to be on screen. And just, I'll, like, I don't even need to set this up. Just go for it. <laughs> yeah, I don't even need to set this up. It speaks for itself. When I was 17, then 18, I, I was in the college lab all right, I have two clips here. Excuse me. I, I blew my wad. This first clip is not, is not the one I was just teasing. This is a different one, but also good. The computer lab. Because I had another ambition. I was dating this guy named Chad. We won't talk too much about, Wait, what? about him. But he broke up with me. And he told me that I was too involved in other things. I didn't pay enough attention to him. <clears throat> so I cried. I may have plotted a little bit. And then I went to the computer lab. And that day I put together a spreadsheet of all of the things I was going to do to show him he was wrong for letting me go. This girl is a psychopath. Yeah. On my spreadsheet, Dr. Campbell, I said one day I will write a best-selling novel. I said I would become a millionaire by the age of 30. I was way off. Yeah. Uh, George Soros might disagree. I said that I would become the mayor of the city of Atlanta because that was the highest ambition I could imagine for a black woman in politics. I wrote it down. Okay. And for the next 25 years, I nurtured and cultured that list. I changed some of the words. I rearranged some of the dates. Uh, just to be clear. A guy broke up with her somewhere between the age of 17 and 18 in the computer lab. And then she sat down and make a list to prove him wrong about all the things that she would is going to be. And then she cultured that list that she made because of a breakup for the next 25 years. Seems normal. The guy I was going to meet who was going to replace Chad still hasn't shown up, but he's still on the list. Can you imagine 
dating Stacey Abrams. I was thinking about that when she said that. And I was trying to comprehend what guy, who is the guy that's going to be like, mm. I mean, it's not, it's going to be somebody. There's going to be somebody that has that, but is you have to have the combination of somebody who is just into uh linebacker size, NFL linebacker size woman, but also is subservient because that's what she commands. I, I, I the man who she meets to replace Brandon, I would like to meet Brandon personally. Is that, is that was that his name? Brandon to see. Let's who he go, is. Brandon. Yeah, let's go, Brandon. Maybe it's Joe Biden. I've been a woman <laughs> my whole life. No, you haven't. Matt. <laughs> we know. Finally, it's clear. <laughs> Liar. Yeah. That, so first, that was... I need you all to be bold in your ambition. See, bold okay. in my ambition. All right, so here she. This is how she she does this at all all of her activist speeches. She trains the people she's talking to. And I need you to learn your lessons, not my losses. And last, I need you to know what you believe. Say, know what I believe? Don't believe too much. It's interesting. All right, now this is the one that is. I believe it is. See, when I stood for leader, when I asked my colleagues to let me no, have that job, I told them, look, I've been a minority for a very long time. I am really good at it. <laughs> That's what she does. That's identity politics. That is her. Here you go. I understand what I believe. Yeah. I wrote it down. This is, all right. So this is one I played with Shane Hazel, and it's worth hearing again because I have it paired with the other one, unless I accidentally deleted the other one. When I stood for office in 2006, I had a set of things I thought I knew to be true, but I was going to have the chance for the first time in my life to impose my truth on others. God, that's so It's a very, very seductive notion. Being this able really to make mean. other people do what you want, believe what you want, live as you would have them live. I mean, this is somebody trying to win elected office saying these things. I mean, that, that's extraordinary to me. Now, listen to this one. I hope it's the right one. I have very strong beliefs. I am so invested in my mm -hmm. beliefs. I raise millions of dollars to make it so. That's a Damn. lot of begging. I hope I didn't delete the wrong one. She doesn't beg. She gets it from George Soros. <laughs> when you know what you believe and you don't believe too much, that you create space for growth and progress. I, I did not cut the right freaking clip, and I blew that whole thing. So here's what she says. I'm just going to tell you. She says, right before she says the thing about being delirious with power, I can't believe I left that clip out. How did I do that? What she does is, she goes, and you bring them along. And next time, when you tell them what you want, and you're bold in your ambition, and you bring them along with you. And if they don't come with you, you get rid of them altogether. You eliminate them altogether. I mean, she actually says that. She says, they either come with you and agree with you, or you silence them get rid of them altogether. And then she goes on to say the stuff about her being, her lusting for power. And I'll have to play it on the next one because I teased it. And I, I really blew the technical side of today's show. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I give myself a D plus on the tech, on the technology side today. I give you a double D. Thank you. I, I, I'll take that. I'll take that for sure. <laughs> but let's go to the XR and hopefully my tech problems will not continue there and I will do better next time with the tech. So thank you guys for watching and have a fantastic rest of your day.